welcome to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me, a podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. My name is Jace. And my name is Ree. I wish I could let you enjoy the last few days of your 20s, Ree. However, <laughs> due to time travel being real, mm-hmm. uh, by the time that everyone's hearing this, it will be your 30th birthday. It will be my 30th birthday. This episode is releasing on my 30th birthday. Welcome <laughs> to the second annual <laughs> It's Ree's birthday special. <laughs> we, we've we already spoken about Taurus Heaven. We won't go yeah. through that again. Don't worry. <laughs> I can't believe that was a year ago. Holy shit. I know. Oh my Poor God. Jamie Dornan's been waiting in his stables. Just, <laughs> just waiting for his moment. Oh, poor baby. Poor Jamie. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, we, we, we don't have to talk about Taurus Heaven this time. That was, that was, um... Oh, that went on for a while. Very funny, but wow, that went on for a while. <laughs> I think this is. I think that was in the kind of the early days of the podcast where we we weren't quite as good at uh, knowing when to end bits. <laughs> some some will argue that we still don't know when to end bits, but uh, at least now, while we're overdoing the bit in the back of our head, we're going. This is going on too bit, long. Even if we can't bit, stop and the it. Bit, and the bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're conscious of it now, at least. I, I, I promise you all, we know. We know. <laughs> <laughs> we are aware. You don't Just need let to us tell have us. our fun. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, that, that's, that's the whole point of this, isn't it? You know, we're, we're having exactly. fun. We're, we're giving the people what they want, which is us talking shit for an hour to an hour and a half. We're definitely giving us what we want. That's the most important part, especially on my birthday, that I get what I want. <laughs> uh, how are you feeling about turning 30? Are you having any existential crisis or is it just another another event? Is it just... How are you feeling? Okay, so I can't remember whether I spoke about this last year. Um, usually in the week leading up to my birthday, I become horribly, horribly depressed. Yes. Um like really bad and this has happened every year until now for some Whoa. reason i know it's <laughs> having known you for as long as i've known you i have known this to be true yes. i've experienced it i've consoled you i have <laughs> <laughs> i i get the birthday sads hardcore but for some reason this year i'm like fuck yeah let's fucking go i i don't know what it is i don't know um i don't know if it necessarily has anything to do with the fact that i'm turning 30 but um yeah i'm actually real stoked with life and i was i was talking to a friend about this the other day about how i usually get the birthday sads i think the reason that i don't have the birthday sads this year is just because i'm genuinely in a really good place in my life for the first time in a very long time so that's nice. That's, you know, we, we'll yeah. take that. We'll run with it. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, for as I'll long as we can. For as long as we can. And then, you know, when, when my life inevitably pulls apart again, at least that will. <laughs> it's all about content. All about content, baby. That's why we're recording today, even though I sound like um, I've smoked uh, 50 cigarettes in five minutes. <laughs> you are, you sound a lot better than I thought you would sound. You sound a yeah. lot better than you sounded at. Uh, midday yes whatever yes. it was I, I i sent jace a little voice message while i was on my lunch break um because you know we were discussing uh when we were going to record tonight blah 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 blah, and it completely slipped my mind that i'm like i should probably tell jace uh that <laughs> i sound uh i sound like a, a frog with throat cancer at the moment 
Um, it, it was a lot worse at lunchtime. It's gotten better. We're still we're still sounding a bit sexy, a bit deep and croaky. Uh, but now at least I can talk without having a coughing fit, uh, which is good considering uh, that my job is phone based and I need to answer phone calls all day. I was I was on struggle street. <laughs> And more importantly, the podcast is voice-based. The podcast is voice-based. So many things I do are voice-based. Um, so, you know... We... Lucky you've got a good voice. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, what, one of my co-workers, actually, the one that sits across from me, he did note, he's like, your voice changes when you answer calls. Like, it, it just completely <laughs> changes. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't want to be thinking about that. I don't want to be, like, aware of that. Um, but, Yeah. <laughs> It's like this uh, this voice actress mm. that I came across on TikTok oh. who does audiobooks. Oh, wow. She – whoops, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> My apologies. I'm trying to find this uh, clip. Is Yeah. She has recorded herself. Mm-hmm. She recorded herself in the booth. Oh, my God. And she did a little accident – she read the wrong word. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll see if I can find it. I, I thought I had it in my likes, but clearly <laughs> I didn't do that. The problem for me trying to find anything in my liked TikToks is that there are so many. Uh, and the one that I need is always like 50 likes ago. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, let me see. I'm doing that liked videos trick. Yeah. But it's not coming up. Yeah. Oh, I found it. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, the mistake says you said him instead of his. I mean, that doesn't sound that bad. I slide my arm in him and he escorts me to the front door. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the mistake says (laughs) you. Oh my god. Oh. It made me. I watched that probably like 12 (laughs) times in a row. It. I. I slide my arm in him. <laughs> <laughs> that that would a hundred percent be me if I was reading audiobooks. I don't think I don't think I'd be very good at reading audiobooks just because um as you've probably noticed when editing this podcast, I say um and ah a lot. I can't help yeah. it. I wish I didn't do it, but I just do. I just it's just a reflex at this point. I just um and ah it's- a lot. It's because your brain works too fast for your mouth to keep up. So your brain's worrying and oh. worrying. You have to put those filler words in. Right, right. Yeah, no, I, th- I think I may have heard that at some point, yes. So like ums and likes and you knows mm. and stuff like that are just filler words so that mm. there's no silence while your mouth is catching up to your brain, essentially. Right, right. My So don't be ashamed yeah. of the ums. Thank you. Embrace the ums. <laughs> I, I will embrace the ums. Yeah, my brain definitely does go too fast for my mouth. Um, and considering how fast my mouth goes, uh, you can all imagine what it's like in my <laughs> That's brain. That's saying something. <laughs> That's saying something. I'm a fucking chatterbox. I am a motor mouth. Um, uh, uh, insert a horny joke here about mouth stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> definitely me oh my god fuck oh my god uh are you doing anything to celebrate your birthday is what i should ask are you pub pub (laughs) (laughs) look i am who i am i am but (laughs) i am but a simple re i i live for a few things and one of those things is pub 
Um, it is so- a truth universally <laughs> acknowledged. <laughs> that Re lives for pub. Um, <laughs> I'm going. I'm going on Saturday. So by the time this episode has come out, I will have already gone. Uh, Damn, but time travel, man. I know. We love it. Uh, so I'm going Saturday. Um, basically, again, because I've only just recently started this job, I haven't really had time to plan anything big. So I basically just put the call out um, to a few people like, Oi, Saturday, pub. And then I'll probably plan a bigger thing a little later down the line. Um, if I if I can't do it within the next month or so, I'll probably just postpone it until November and have it be my half birthday then. Uh, but we'll, 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 we'll see how we go. We'll see how we go. But this Saturday, definitely pub um i was i was gonna be like oh if anyone who's listening to this come to the pub but it will be too late uh anyone who's if listening, anyone's to this... listening and wants to come to the pub come uh three days ago yeah yeah and just wait uh yeah you are too fucking late to come to the pub i mean i mean i'll, pro- I'll probably put it out on social media again knowing me because i want people to come because i want attention and also are you going I... to wear a sash and a badge no. And a tiara. I've, I've never done that. I've never. You which, should. Which, knowing me, that's, <laughs> you'd think at some point I would have done something like that, but I've never done that. No, I've never, I don't think I've ever had like a birthday person badge or anything like that. Well, now is the time. Well, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, I'm probably going to go have to buy my own. If I really I would buy you one if I was there. Unfortunately, I know, I it would not get would. there in time if it, I posted it's it. It's not going to get there in time. <laughs> I, I am going to go shopping on Saturday during the day. Um, you know, maybe treat myself to some stuff. I, I, I honestly don't know. This this year has just been so fucking thrown together. I've had no time to make any real plans uh, at all. I'm kind of just going with the flow. Uh, and... Yeah, hopefully I won't uh, end up uh, totally fucked. So. <laughs> I feel like, f- at least for the people that I know, mm. the 30th birthdays have been pretty much nothing. They're supposed yeah. to be a huge milestone. Right. You know, you've got your 16th, which is a milestone, mm-hmm. your 18th, which is a milestone, your 21st, which is a, which is a milestone. Mm. And then you hit 30 and usually, like most of us are not living at home. Yeah. Um, we're busy. We don't yeah. have, like, we don't have time or we don't have money to do something big. And then if we do something big, we have to do it ourselves because not not all of us have family, significant others, whatever, to plan celebrations. Yeah. So 30 is kind of the forgotten milestone, I think, for a lot of people, at least, that I know. Yeah, because usually by the time you hit 40, you're a lot more settled in your life. You might have some savings um, and you're just a lot more uh, older and wiser and experienced, so you can actually kind of hack uh, planning stuff for yourself. But look, my my thirtieth, it's it's really crept up on me. It has really crept up on me. I mean, it's it's the twenty eighth of April as we're recording this. It's it's so fucking close. I it's just it feels like to me like it's come out of nowhere. I feel like yesterday I was twenty seven, and now all of a sudden I'm about to turn thirty. I mean, look, I guess the the pandemic did play a hand in that. Um, I feel like I should be able to just have my 28th birthday over again, but unfortunately it doesn't work that way as much as I would love for it to. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. There was, when I turned 29, mm. some people in my life thought I was turning 30. So they got me 30th birthday cards and 30th birthday presents. And then I was too 
anxious to tell them that I, I didn't want to embarrass them by saying, actually, I'm not 30 this year. I'm only turning 29. Oh, my but God. I didn't correct them. <laughs> and so then I just had to pretend that I the next year wasn't my 30th birthday. Oh, my God. And I didn't end up doing anything for my 30th. Uh-huh. Not like... Also because like my back was so bad and yes, it was like yes. a couple months later your, that I did had the emergency surgery. But your back was very bad back then. Yes, I just yes. I mean, it's still, I, I still bad correct. now, but you were like you were yeah. like right in the midst of like the worst of it. Um, yeah, at least now time. I can sit up and move and take myself yes. to the bathroom. But at that point, I couldn't no even do that. No, but I missed my own thirtieth birthday because I was too embarrassed to tell people oh. that last year when they thought I was thirty, I was only twenty nine. Oh my god! <laughs> Fuck. Well, that, that's I know. That, yeah, that's certainly not happening for me uh, because uh, I am an attention whore. So yes. there is there is no way I am letting people forget that it's my birthday. It's happening. Um- <laughs> I remember my my dad's fortieth. Yeah. Um, which is weird because I'm not that many years away from forty myself now. But I remember my dad's 40th, I, instead of going to his birthday party, which they had at my house, mm. I went to Home Bake Music Festival. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? That's, well, he said go. He was yeah. like, whatever. Like, because my dad's always, he was the one that always took me to concerts and mm-hmm. like he took us to a few concerts and drove us home and he would stop at Macca's yeah. and he wouldn't get embarrassed when we'd scream out the window and... <laughs> So he was all for me going to a music festival on his 40th. He was like, you're a kid, just go and mm. be a little rat bag. So yeah. I did. And then I met a couple of the guys from the Chasers War and everything. Oh, my God. I, I think got, I remember this. And I got a poster and yes. I got them to sign up for my dad's 40th. And I was like, yes. um, so my dad's 40th birthday today. His party is happening right now at my house. Um <laughs> Can you please sign this poster for me? And they ended up signing it like, I can't remember. Do you remember what they said? They said something about me being a bad daughter, but as a joke. (laughs) They were like, I'm happy 40th birthday. I'm sorry your daughter doesn't love you. (laughs) Oh, no. I I think it was Craig Rucastle that signed it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So then I went and gave that to my dad for his 40th. And then I found out that he and my uncle got so drunk that they – attached pieces of tinsel to their nipples and were like running around the backyard. Oh and my. I'm like, well, I think I made the right decision. I think so. I don't think anyone wants to see their father do that. I certainly don't want to see my father do that. Um, no, <laughs> I, thank you. No. Fucking hell. Oh my God. We, <laughs> I love that. Sorry you have a bad daughter. Sorry she doesn't love you. Oh my God. That's so funny. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking hell. I, I, I barely even call my dad on his birthday anymore. <laughs> I am a bad daughter. I'm a piece of shit. But I do expect him to call me. He better fucking call me. <laughs> if he doesn't call me, nah. I call my dad on his birthday on Christmas. Yeah. I text him on Easter, except yeah. for the time that we were there at Easter this year. Yeah. Just text him from across the room. <laughs> he calls me on my birthday. I wouldn't mind if he didn't which sounds really bad I know mm. but I'm not the kind of person that needs a phone call I'd like a text no totally totally I, I, get I would that. love a text yeah. but yeah of course I don't like taking time out. I know oh god this makes me sound so bad I don't like taking time out of my day to talk to someone on the phone yeah 
No, 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 definitely, definitely. I totally understand that. Like, um, my my dad will call me, my grandma will call me, and you know, I love them. They're my family, and they're great. But like, guys, I because it'll usually they'll usually call me when I'm in the middle of doing something. So like, yeah. I will be with people, or I will be doing something, and that's when they'll especially call me on the birthday. Especially on the birthday, I'm like, fucking, come on, man. Come so on. like, well, I'll, we went out for breakfast, as I mentioned last time on my birthday, we went out for breakfast and then we were doing stuff at lunch. And then my dad was like, when can I call you? And I was like, oh, when we get home, I'll let you know. We got home. I was in so much pain. Yeah. So I laid down and just did nothing for hours. Yeah. And then it was dinner time. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I forgot to tell my dad it was okay to call me. And then I had to be like, having dinner, I'll let you know. <laughs> Yeah. After. <laughs> and then we were watching a movie and I was like, fuck, dad, I'm watching a movie. I'll let you know after. It's going to have to be a really quick call. And then it was like 45 minutes and the kids were up late because they wanted to talk to Poppy. And I was just like, yeah. <sighs> and I hate that it feels like a duty because I love my dad and yeah. I like talking to him and stuff like that. But when, you know me, I'm like yeah. you. We have similar brain things. Yeah. When there's a lot on in the day. Uh, fuck like it's a lot yeah exactly it feels like a duty and i hate that it feels like that but you know no i totally i totally understand that i totally understand that um i will be working on my birthday so i have that excuse to not answer the phone which is great yeah your phone will be in a little zip my phone will be in the little sock (laughs) (laughs) which i've now discovered um uh, will still lock closed if I have the charger plugged in. So I can charge <gasps> my phone. I can charge my phone. I just need to make sure the, the, the wire isn't coming straight out of the middle. It's coming out like the side, but it uh-huh. works. So I was able to charge my phone today because if I didn't, I would have been, uh, you know, getting home from work and hopping on the computer and being like, hi, Jace, I'm so sorry. I didn't message you. My phone died. I- I'm still down to record. It's going to be okay. Like, yeah. That's why you can send me that sexy voice message because yeah. you had battery. I had battery. Sexy voice lunch. message from the bathroom. <laughs> All you no, listeners that... wish. No, it wasn't from the bathroom. I was in the fucking uh, staff kitchen. Wow, it's kitchen. echoey. Yeah, it's it's big. I, I work for a very nice company now. <laughs> Why is there a toilet in the staff kitchen? Um, uh, because I'm an exhibitionist. You're not supposed to shit where you eat. Oh, boo. <laughs> boo. I love being booed. Mally did it to me today. Oh, my God. Boo. Fucking. Uh, oh, my God. I had to turn to Mally and be like, I'll have you know, hundreds of people on the internet find me amusing. <laughs> And they were like, okay, mum. <laughs> it felt like that meme where it's like, okay, grandma, let's get you to bed. That's what it felt <laughs> like. My 11-year-old being like, yeah, okay, mum. Oh, oh, back in my day, I had a podcast and it was it was featured in Pedestrian. And uh, <laughs> uh, we, you know. Uh, they in, said in that a... we were always, always funny. <laughs> We're going to be milking that for the rest of our life. I feel like we should release t-shirts with always, always funny on it. I think that would be great. I think that would be great. If we if we want to expand our merch line, I think we should yep. do that. Definitely. Let us know if anyone Let wants us know it. if anyone wants a shirt that just says always, always funny. And then on the back it says, do you still like me? I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll come up with a design. We'll come up with a design. I should draw uh. it. I, something that I think would be really funny is... Um, 
So, Jace, you are you are somewhat artistically talented. Somewhat, somewhat. I'm artistically adjacent. Yes, uh, adjacent. Um, ah! I I am not, which is why I think <laughs> it would be extremely funny if at some point I design uh, the next piece of merch, and I try. Like- yeah, like I'll try and draw our faces. Like that poster in mm. uh, Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Where it's Jermaine's face really big mm-hmm. and then just Brett's really small. Yeah, that is exactly how I'll do it. Just giant reface and then just tiny little Jason next tiny, to me. Yeah. yeah. Please do it. Oh, my God, please. I would wear that T-shirt. I, lo- I, lo- I love that you feed my um. <laughs> I love that you feed my ego like that. So, so many friends would be like, oh, but. But no, whereas you're just like, yes, be up your own ass. Do it, Reed. I'm I'm not the friend that you come to when you want to get talked out of ridiculous ideas. Oh, yeah, you are an enabler. You're an, you are yeah, a fucking enabler. Yeah, I am. You're an enabler. Uh, why do I, I seem to surround myself with enablers all the time. Because you don't like being told no. So why would you surround yourself with people that were like, re no? Why do you always have to... Uh, read Be me. right. Why do you always have to read me so accurately? <laughs> read you. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I I'm sorry, guys. I am so flat today. I'm really I'm really trying my best. I'm trying my best here, but oh, it's fine. I'm, I'm just, having a great time. I, I I can't keep up. Jace is sprinting ahead of me, and I'm just hobbling behind like a penguin. I penguins waddle, not hobble. But oh. okay. Well, I, I, I was myself. I was thinking of the penguin from Gotham, and he does hobble. So, thanks. oh, sorry. <laughs> when are you not thinking of the penguin from Gotham? When I'm thinking about the Riddler from Gotham, penguin or when I'm from the Bat- or when I or when I'm thinking about um the Riddler from Batman, or when I'm thinking yeah. about uh, Victor Zaz from Gotham. Ooh, Victor Zaz from Gotham. I I have a fucking problem. I, I need to add those to my hot man list. Actually, that hasn't um, been updated yet. Oh my yet. god, Re is talking about television on the podcast. Oh my god, us talking oh, about television. Oh, how the tables have turned. Yeah, yeah. I'm the one talking about television this time. Yeah. Um, I've I've become obsessed with a new show. I say new. It's ended. Um, but yeah, I've been watching Gotham recently because I've had so much. Um. Basically what happened is I had so much Batman stuff coming up on my TikTok feed um, that the algorithm was like, Batman things, Re likes Batman things. This is a Batman thing. This is a show about when Batman was a child. Um, So I started getting TikToks of that. And have I shown you what the Riddler looks like in that show? I, I have seen it. I have seen Gotham. So I know. That is. Yes. An extreme Re man. Everyone, I need you to Google what the Riddler looks like in the TV show Gotham. Tell it right now and then come back. Pause. Pause. Pause it. Pause it. Tell me that does not, tell me that does not look like he was created specifically in a lab for me. (laughs) He looks like Neil Cicerega in a green suit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty spot on actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically, uh, if we want to, if we really want to narrow it down, my type is, uh, actors that have played the Riddler. <laughs> we got, we got Jim Carrey, we got Paul Dano, we got Corey Michael Smith, and we have Matthew Gray Goobler, who did voice the Riddler in one cartoon movie. I, know, I feel like if you're I know on that Jeopardy, I'm that very sane. your expert topic. The, just the Riddler? Or like actors that yeah, have played? Yeah, just <laughs> actors who have played actors the Riddler who have played can be the Riddler. your expert topic. 
I could do that. I could totally do that. I think so. I don't know. Um, actually, that makes me think of something. I saw a TikTok the other day that was like, um, do you ever feel like your ADHD or your autism isn't valid because you don't have special interests or hyperfixations? You just know lots of stuff, like, you know, lots of bits and pieces of stuff about lots of topics. That is me. <laughs> That and is you are so valid. me. Thank you. Thank you for, for helping me feel seen and feel valid. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I do, I do know lots of bits and pieces about lots of topics. Um, you know, when, whenever I'm obsessed with something, it tends to be for a very short period of time. I learn a lot yep. about it and then I move on. So it's not like um, yep. I have an absolute wealth of knowledge on one <laughs> particular topic. I have a decent amount of knowledge about a whole bunch of bullshit. Literally a jack of all trades is what, you know, the whole saying is jack of all trades, master of none. That's, that is. That's me. That's, that's Ray Mantle, baby. Da- Ray's doing a gymnast pose. <laughs> arms up in the air. But yes. So yeah. So I now uh, am obsessed with this one television show. Uh, watch me stop talking about it in two weeks once I've watched the entire thing. And I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm done now. By the next episode, uh, mm. they'll be over, over it. Yeah. I'll be over it. I'll be onto something new. <laughs> but the thing is, the knowledge will stay with you. Oh, certainly. Forever now. Yes. And then 12 years from now, someone will mention this old show Gotham and you'll be like, let's go, baby. Exactly. <laughs> let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it is um, it is rare for uh, me to be the one uh, talking about a TV show on the podcast. It is. And it's it's a very welcome change. However, it was a very short lived change because I also have a television show television uh, show that I like to talk about on the podcast. OK. All right. You know what? I'll let you have this one because I just uh, I just ranted about um, I just ranted about a tall, skinny man in glasses. Uh, so again, again, <laughs> again. <laughs> it must be Thursday. Anyway, anyway, oh, re gave me the finger. Go on. Go on. Talk about what your a sh- gift. Talk about your show. Come on. Let's hear it. Okay, well, you've probably seen all over the internet that Heartstoppers come out on Netflix. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen okay. it yet. But... I will not spoil it because I don't okay. think you've read the books either. Have I you? haven't read the books, no. I haven't... Okay, so yeah. I won't spoil yeah. anything. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but um, it, it looks very cute and that is probably okay. what I'm going to be yes. watching next after I finish Gotham. So yes, go on. Yes, good. I won't spoil it, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I will talk a little bit about it because I think it is one of the most brilliant television shows for queer people in a very long time yay yeah as you know my kids are obsessed with the books yes they're not kids books they are maybe like new adult Mm. to like young adult new adult heartstopper is a series of books graphic novels based on uh web what do you call it web comics web comics yes that's the word yes my brain is like just frying out on itself um, based on web comics <laughs> yeah. by Alice Osman mm-hmm. and Netflix has just adapted it into an eight part television series. Yeah. And it is so fucking cute. Aww. And it's so good. It's such a good adaptation mm-hmm. because Alice Osman wrote the adaptation and had a huge ah. part in it. Yeah. Can't find fault in it. There's one scene <laughs> that I, that I find that gets to me. Yeah. And it's not a spoiler. Okay. I'll leave out any uh, identifying things. Uh-huh. One character walks into the ocean with his shoes and socks on and just stands there and yells at the sky with the water lapping around his ankles. Um, 
That would kill me. I could not do that. I would be so uncomfortable. When I saw that, yeah. my jaw dropped. Yep, yep. And I was like, what are you doing? That's how you know he's get going through there. it. He's wearing his shoes in the sea. <laughs> I was like, get out of there. Oh, my goodness. No. Oh. It's bad enough stepping in water with a sock on. Right. Let alone into the ocean. <laughs> into the ocean with your shoes and socks on. Anyway. I would not be able other to. Other than that. Yes. Brilliant. Alice Oseman was 19 when they published their first novel. And that's not Heartstopper. It's a novel called Solitaire. Yeah. And I loved it. I thought it was so fucking good. I was like tweeting them about it. I was like, oh my God, this book is so good. And she was tweeting back like, oh my God, thank you so much. This is the best feedback I've ever gotten. And I was like, you're the best. And I just think she is so brilliant. They're also asexual, Mm -hmm. aromantic. Mm Mm-hmm. And wrote this gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous series about two little gay boys falling in love or two boys falling in love. Yeah. And it's also got an asexual, aromantic character. Mm -hmm. It's got uh, a uh, trans character. It's got straight people in there as well. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. And uh, lesbians. And it's like just pretty much anyone you would want to be represented in a show. And I'm so glad that kids have it. And I want to show you a video. You're going to show a video on our audio podcast. No, I'm showing you the audio is what's important. (laughs) Okay, okay. I was watching it with the kids, as I said. They're obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. They were so excited. Mm -hmm. And then it came to the point, which I guess it's not a spoiler to say that the two main guys kiss because that's like the whole thing is their romance. Yeah. I want to show you Mm -hmm. my kids' reactions to when they finally... Finally kiss. This looks very precious. It's gorgeous. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god, that's a that's adorable. I I don't I I don't even mind that my eardrums were blown out by that screaming. I, that's cute. That is very cute. That's Elsa screaming, smash those mouths, those faces together, <laughs> those juicy lips. And <laughs> while we were watching it, mm-hmm. Elsa goes, "Oh, I love Charlie so much. I want him to kiss me." And I was like. Elsa, he's gay and also not real. And she goes, yeah, I know. That's my type. (laughs) I was like, girl, same. Same, Elsa. Same. Same. Can can I tell you the one thing I know about Heartstopper? I only know one thing about Heartstopper. Um, (laughs) And once you hear this, you're going to be like, of course, this is the one thing you know about Heartstopper. Um, they play a water park song in one scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. That's what you know. <laughs> they do. They play a yes. water park song uh, in a party scene. I don't know anything else about the show. All I know well, is that soon they... you will. Soon, soon I will. I don't know anything else about the show. All I know is that they play a water park song in one scene because the lead singer had an absolute freak out on Twitter and Instagram when it came out. Like, absolute freak out. And I saw a lot of videos of it. And I'm just like, damn. But why are they playing water parks at a fucking uh, party full of teenage boys in the UK? That would not happen. That would not happen. 
But well, I I'll tell it. you why. Yeah. Alice Osman chose the musicians. And she chose people no that she listens way! to. So oh, well, I definitely she would have like gone to now. them and been like, I need, I want them. Because I know there's a bunch of other musicians that have had songs in there that mm-hmm. she went directly to and were like, Aww. I want your song in my show. That's so really sweet. Cute. That's really sweet. Yeah, no, I know so that. Yeah, that's o- my. Yeah, that's so cute. I know that Austin would have just been like, yes, uh, you can put my song in a Netflix show. Uh, yes. Um, because of who he is as a person, which is a massive asshole. I love him dearly. <laughs> oh, we know. That That's so cute, though. That's so sweet. It is really important to have that kind of queer rep. Um, and I love that. I appreciate that. That yeah, sounds cute as hell. A lot of people I've seen on TikTok as well, because I get a lot of Heartstopper TikToks now, because apparently mm. whatever I like, all of a sudden TikTok's like, you want to see only this. Yeah. And... A lot I don't really mm-hmm. want to see because I'm not a uh, Gen Z and I think that's mostly what it's geared towards. But mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying, okay, great, that's cute, but why can't we have two girls? And I think that's valid mm-hmm. to want. Yeah. However, this is a show filled with everyone. Yeah. Like everyone is pretty much represented. And it was written by someone in the community as well Mm. and I think that everyone can hopefully see themselves represented in it yeah and it's okay to want more representation I don't think it's unfair to say well I want sapphic sapphic relationships um at the front and center yeah but I will say if you are more interested in the sapphic side then read the books because there's like bonus mini comics and stuff like that yeah following the other characters okay and it's not even lovely. like read a novel because yeah. it's graphic novel, it's graphic novel yeah yeah I, I i am aware that it's not a perfect show yeah one character went into the ocean with his shoes and socks on so it can't yeah be fuck show. that but it is so fucking good and so yeah. cute and i'm so glad that kids have that because we yeah. didn't have we had tattoo and they weren't <laughs> even lesbians they weren't even real lesbians what did we have growing up? Um, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. <laughs> Which I loved, by the way. I was obsessed with the original Queer Eye. I loved the original Queer Eye so much. I look back on it now and it's so fucking tacky. It's so tacky. Mm-hmm. But it was the 2000s. It was the 2000s. Um, we had, uh, yeah, yeah, there was, there was not a whole lot. Rosie whole O'Donnell. Lot. Rosie O'Donnell. Ellen DeGeneres. That's what oh. we had. Mm. and kids get heartstopper and i think it's fucking great that is so lovely that's really great well yeah no um i think people should go and watch the show i certainly will be at some point uh i need i need to watch my i, I need to watch my my um my, my fruity villains uh for four yes. more seasons but once i've done that once i've done understandable completely they you are need a cleanse after they are fruity villains they are fruity they are very fruity you have your fruit uh-huh. And then you can have your sh- your sugar, your candy afterwards, your sweetness. Every every so well, I mean, it's all sweet. Yeah, and it's all fruity. So. It's all fruity. <laughs> it's like it's like taking a bite of an apple and then hitting your strawberry vape. <laughs> there which, we go. Which is basically what I did at lunch today. <laughs> In Heartstopper, one of the turning points of the plot is when one character joins the rugby team the school rugby team and that got me thinking about school sport Mm -hmm. and what we did for school sport 
Oh my god. <laughs> what what did you do? Did you because I don't know, at my primary school, yeah. things were offered that weren't sport to yeah. do instead yeah. of sport. Mm-hmm. Did you ever, did you do sport or did you choose one of the other options? Um, I, I can't really remember about primary school. I think at primary school I was kind of forced to participate, uh, which I hated. Um, mm. But at high school, what day was sport day? Was it, it was either Tuesdays or Fridays. I can't remember. Tuesdays. Yeah. So we had sport day. I don't know if this is a thing that's across um, lots of schools. I know that certainly in New South Wales it was a thing. There was like one day a week that was like sport day. Um, mm-hmm. And I would always, um, for the first couple of years, I did ice skating because that was on offer. We would literally get a bus to Blacktown Ice Rink and just skate around for like an hour. And yep. I would just have my headphones in and I would have my fingerless gloves on and I would just skate in a ring listening to My Chemical Romance and not talking to anyone. It was fantastic. I did the exact same in high mm-hmm. school except in on my discman mm-hmm. was Lincoln Park. Yeah, that, that, that checks out, that checks out. And then once, um, once the ice rink in Blacktown closed uh, mm. and that, where, the I, where the ice rink was has been replaced with uh, the Centrelink, um, which I found funny for some reason. Uh, just because, like, well, that's Blacktown for you. Um, center rink. Center rink. Hey, um, so after <laughs> after that, um, I did bowling. So uh-huh. we would get a bus to West Point and we would go to the bowling alley up the top of West Point. Wow. Yeah. I was already out of school by the time yeah. they actually moved the bowling alley up there mm-hmm. and by the time the ice skating rink shut down. But yep. I was the same. I would do ice skating. I'd pretty much do anything that didn't really count as a sport. Basically, Yes. Basically, yes. I think I think there was um, maybe one term where I was too late putting my application in, and I got stuck in walking. And literally, you just oh my god! Literally, just, I did walking yeah, too. Literally, just a groupie is just walk around the town with a teacher. Yeah, you just walk oh around. My god. Yeah, and I was asthmatic. Yeah, and I was like behind everyone, going. <gasps> yeah. No. And I was uh, listening to my MP3 player. I was just listening to my chemical romance while we walked around and not talking to anyone. You know what else I did for sport one time? Yeah. Was, um, oh, what was it called? Environmental science. Oh, my God. sport. Yes. Where you would go down to the lake across Mm -hmm. from Martin Place and... T- test the pH of the river. Yeah. And that was the sport was you'd yeah. walk to the river, test it yeah. and record it for that week and then go home. Yeah. That was it. It was fucking Which was fantastic. Awesome. I, so pretty much everything we could do to avoid sport. Yeah. We did that. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> the, uh, the, the, um, doing school sports, school sports, school sports that are bludges, uh, to gay and neurodivergent pipeline is very real. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> In thinking about all the things that I did instead of sport, Mm -hmm. I actually wrote a little list of things I did instead of school sport in primary school. Oh my gosh, I want to hear this. So the first thing that I remember doing instead of school sport, they offered a card making club. What? Where you would make greeting cards. So you would go to a classroom and one of the teacher would bring out pieces of cardboard and these special stamps Mm. and... You would stamp, you would use these stamps and put them in this liquid and then Mm. stamp it on the page and then dust this uh, pigment over the top. Yeah. And then you would heat it with a heat gun. 
Yeah. And it would become raised and like gilded kind of thing. And I remember doing that. That was so fun because I would, I remember distinctly a little angel cherub stamp that I would put on the front of a card and doing that. And then when it dried, just running my fingers over it over and over and just making myself a, a little sensory board. That's so of cute. Just raised stamps. I was probably, gosh, this might've been grade three, I want to say. And I would just do that and just, just rub my fingers over the card cardboard. As that sport. is adorable. That is so cute. Oh my God. You're, you're sitting there stimming. Yeah, it just, it's, yeah. Once again, the, 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 the neurodivergent pipeline, it's real. Yes. Another club that I was, it was instead of school sport, I did board games. Oh, yes. I love that. And all we would do is sit in a classroom and play board games with each other. How good's that. that? That's so good. I would have done that for sure. And then there was reading club, which obviously you know me. These, I these all sound obsessed. These all sound incredibly you. Very you. Yeah. So instead of going out and playing an actual sport, I did reading club. Reading club. The last activity that I did other than sport, because I did for some when I was old enough to do mm. uh, to go away to school sport, I did basketball because I was, yeah. despite being a massive nerd with asthma who didn't like know how to interact with a team, I loved playing basketball. Yeah. So I would go, I was pretty good at it too. So the mm-hmm. last year or two of school, of primary school, I would go to other schools and do basketball and stuff like that. But yeah, before that was when I did all of this stuff. The last one I remember doing instead of sport was French finger knitting. What is that? They literally offered a sport of French finger knitting. It's when you knit with your fingers, basically. (laughs) I I mean, yeah, I I probably should have gotten that from the name. And you have to do a French accent. No. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, Oh, this is magnifique. I have dropped dropped the stitch. (laughs) Oh, no. Um... Oh no, my yarn is tangled. I, what accent was that? I don't fucking know. Again, my brain is soup today. I'm so sorry. Oh, I have you would... tangled the yarn. Oh, fucking. <laughs> what, what was that? Anything I'm else? I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to fucking stop talking. Please continue. I'm going to ba- put myself in the quiet corner. Basically, French finger knitting was where you would tie a knot around your finger and then you would knit with mm. your fingers. You would put... One in the front and pull it over and off and then in the front and pull it over and off and you would make a really long line Mm. with your fingers. And then they also taught us French knitting with with a loom and we made our own looms out of a toilet roll and four. Was it the toilet roll with the four paddle pop sticks? I remember that. I yes, that. We used they to offered that, that as a club. Oh my, as a club. Oh as a club. God. And, oh my God, when I tell you I made the longest fucking yarn snake out of that that I have ever seen in my life, I was obsessed. Mm. You know me, I do something and I can't just do it. I need to be the best at it or I need to, mm-hmm. for example, make the longest yeah, And other people were making them reasonable lengths and then making hats out of them or making something out of them. My one goal yeah, was to was make just the, the longest. The longest 
No I joke. am not surprised at all. Oh my you god. You remember my house growing up? It yes, had, I spent uh, a lot of time there. Yes, it had the hallway and you could basically do laps around my house. Um, yeah. Like a track. You yeah. could go in the front door, through the living room, through the kitchen, past the dining room, down the hall and back to the front. Yep. I wrapped that area six times in my Whoa. my final uh, French knitting tube thing. Lapped it six times. That's how long it was. And then one day Gabby threw out my French knitting and I was fucking devastated. How I screamed. I cried. How dare she? How dare she? That is heartless. Absolutely heartless. I went through so many... Uh, it was pink and it was mm-hmm. the one shade of pink. Whoa. And I... I kept going and buying more uh, balls of that one shade of pink. And then one week I couldn't get the exact same shade. I was... I was so upset. I was yeah. so upset. Yeah. And I <laughs> begged my mother to drive me to different shops to try and find that exact shade of pink so that I could keep making my <laughs> making my long snake. And I think she might have gotten uh, a bit frustrated with that and been like, well, this, is, this has to fucking end. Because um, she tried to tell me to use a different thing and she tried to be like, well, make a pattern for a little while, use a different colour. And I was like, no, it has to be the exact same shade of pink. It's my big pink long fucking snake thing. I... <laughs> I... <laughs> And I think she just Look, got the shit I, 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 I love a I love a big pink long fucking uh, snake. Well, thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm don't sorry. don't I'm we all? Oh. Uh, anyway, I think she got the shits for me and yeah. chucked it because she was didn't want to have to drive around finding the exact right shade of pink. But I was so gutted because I spent so long on that. Literally, I would French knit through meal times. They would have to force me to come out of the bedroom and eat. And in the end, they were like, okay, you can bring you can bring your knitting to the table, but you are not allowed to knit while you eat. And that kind of helped me a little bit. But And then I would go straight back to it. Oh, my God. I was obsessed with it for ages. And then I haven't been able to French knit. I, I did some French finger knitting in mm-hmm. the uh, years after that, but I haven't been able to French knit with a uh, toilet roll and for... Uh, paddle pop stick since because I feel like I got the traumas from it from yeah it just brings back bad memories but yeah that's what I did instead of sport and then that fully overflowed into my life and became a real problem for me Jace I love you I adore you every single time you tell a story about your childhood (laughs) I'm sitting here and you're telling the story and Mm -hmm. all I can think is this kid is fucking autistic (laughs) This child is so autistic. Oh my god! <laughs> the rubbing the card, the, the rubbing the, the card, and the freaking it has out when to be the, the one color. And you, you had a meltdown. You had an autistic. <laughs> oh my god, dude, dude. Oh no, I my love... my mother would have called it being a brat. Yeah, I just love that. Um, in the you know, uh, over a year that we've been doing this podcast now, it has just been a long series of stories and you slowly realizing that you're autistic yeah see yeah 
When I told the story during the start of the podcast about the swimming mm. carnival mm-hmm. and freaking out, yep. I was like, I got an award yep. for anxiety. And now I'm like, hmm, that was actually probably an award for autism. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're the best autistic, Jace. You got an award. And you love Yay. being the best, don't you? <laughs> I love being the best. You fucking love being the best. <laughs> oh, my God. I... I can just, I can imagine this massive snake. And like, with those things, um, I don't know if I was doing it wrong, but whenever I would make one, it would just always be like really fucking loose. Like it wouldn't, Mm. the stitches were not bound together tightly. So it's just this big floppy loose thing of wool. And I'm just imagining that, but very long. It was mine was really uniform and like like it was very tight and uniform. I think maybe when you was it now, Jace? I wonder why that was. Your mum. You leave Wendy out of this. Uh, I think maybe when your yours was loose, maybe you didn't start it off properly, or whoever started it off for you didn't do it. Right, because if you fuck up the first thing where you first started off, the then whole thing's just, gonna be yeah, it's just not gonna work for you. Well then, okay, <laughs> French you know one thing, knitting snake expert. That's me. That uh, you me. have an expert in your presence right now. I do. You you are podcasting with an expert. If there's any questions that you have about the French knitting experience, <laughs> I can answer them for you. I'm sure the people are absolutely riveted. They want to know all about French knitting. Um, Maybe that's why the French guys, when I worked at Club Med, wanted to fuck me so bad because they could oh, tell like, I was really oh, good at French oh, finger knitting. Oh, this, c'est this magnifique. Lady. C'est magnifique. You know how to, uh, how you say, uh, knit the snake. <laughs> what did those fingers do? Well, I can show you. <laughs> Show me what your fingers do, and then I just pull out a toilet roll and pull out a popstick. And you're fucking going like lightning, and this guy's just sitting there, just dick slowly <laughs> drooping down, <laughs> with his head in his hands. Suck Why did I try to fuck the autistic? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why did I try to fuck the autistic? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm so sorry to the French. Um, I'm not butchering your accent. Usually, I can do a fairly good French accent, but once again, my brain is fucking soup today. I have a you are very part bad French, case. So that's why I, I am part you French. Can do it. I have a very bad case of wet hand brain today. It is bad. I got but... a little French in me too. <laughs> Uh, I had yeah, a little French in me. Yeah, on that island. <laughs> oh, yeah. It wasn't a little French, let me tell you that. Um, <laughs> he had a big dick. You making dick jokes, I just... <laughs> me talking about TV and you making dick jokes. What's happened? Oh, no. Oh, no. Freaky Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that. If we did a Freaky Friday, I think... I think we would both die. <laughs> I think yeah. we would both just die. I'd rock up to the pub and everyone would be like, Ree, why aren't you drinking? Are you okay? And I'd be like, uh, I'm sober now. And they'd be like, what the fuck? Why are you and then here like, then? <laughs> and then you take my body out and you're like, glug, glug, glug. <laughs> yeah. 
And that's when you would die. And then I relapse because of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because once you're back in the body, you're like, ooh, ooh, booze. I'm like, I really feel like alcohol right now. That is so weird. Yeah, that's so odd. Yeah. I haven't and had a drink in eight years. Really? I, 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 I wake up back in my body and I feel very refreshed. I'm like, damn. <laughs> my liver feels great today. I wonder why that is. Oh, my God. Well, I'm wearing frilly socks. Where did that long pink French finger knitting <laughs> snake come from? <laughs> and then you keep the muscle memory and then you're able to do it. Oh, my God. And then we sell them as merch. There we go. <laughs> That's the next merch idea. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. We don't even sell uh, finger snakes. We just sell a T-shirt with just a picture of a sad little French finger snake on it. <laughs> It's a um, French. Uh, it's a French yeah. knitting snake, and yeah. it's in the shape of a a, a small intestine. Yeah. <laughs> so it says, we, "Don't test me." So we've got we've got your talent for making French snakes and my IBS. There we go. We're all represented here. Yes, there we go. Brilliant. We. I, this is just. This is a I brainstorming can't, session. I, I fucking can't right now. I'm gonna. I'm. I've spent half this podcast apologizing for myself, but I absolutely just don't apologize. This is great content. My brain I'm has myself. My brain has no processing power right now. I have absolutely no filter. Anything that is popping into my head is coming directly out of my mouth. It's more than like more it. than usual. More than usual. <laughs> oh my god. So I just checked the anonymous. Form and I don't know how long this has been in here, so my apologies, Kenny, whoever you are. Uh huh. Do you know a Kenny? I do know a Kenny. I know who this is. I know who this person okay. is. Should it, I read it? It's anonymous for a reason, Kenny. Why are you <laughs> doing that? Hey guys, long time listener, first time caller. I've been enjoying hearing y'all, especially all the Western Sydney anecdotes. Jesus, mm-hmm. there's a lot that brings me back. I just wanted to tell you all that as a kid, I was on Ritalin. I was told I had ADHD and then as I grew up, I kind of disregarded it because it never really came up as an issue. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend is a pharmacist and when I asked her about it, she's like, why did your parents place you on the highest dosage available? Also, I kind of knew you had ADHD when we started dating. It turns <laughs> out that I had gotten so used to my ADHD that I literally forgot about my own diagnosis when I was a child. It was only when I confirmed with mum that I had it that everything clicked. Oh Nothing much God. has changed since this realisation, but it's just kind of weird thinking, oh, I also have slightly a slightly dumb eh, a slightly dumb electric wet hand brain. Thanks for listening to my shit. All the love, Kenny. Smiley Aww, face. thanks, Kenny. Thanks, Kenny. Thank you, Kenny. Aww, I'm gonna, um, Kenny also messaged me the other day. I'm going to open the message. Um... What did he send me? So he messaged me on uh, on Twitter. Um, and it was a picture of uh, Ernest Hemingway looking really hot. So thank you, Kenny. <laughs> I feel like I've looked at every picture of Ernest Hemingway that exists. I think you probably have. I think you probably have. Just like I've I have said at, in the... I, just like I've looked at every picture of Gerard Way that exists or will exist. Yeah. Well, I'll get back to, um, I might get back to the Ernest Hemingway thing. I probably won't. But speaking of looking at every picture of someone that has ever existed, mm-hmm. when I was a wee 12-year-old mm-hmm. on the internet, mm-hmm. I made it a weird mission to save every single picture of Good Charlotte that ever existed. Once and again, now, I am not surprised in the slightest. And now as an adult, I know that that's not possible because there would be 
pictures that people haven't uploaded and stuff like that. But at the time I was like, I'm going to find every single fucking one. And I like spent hours scouring the internet, going through the depths of Ask Jeeves or whatever the fuck it was before Google. Oh my God. And yeah. finding websites, finding pictures, saving them. And I had a lot, like I had a lot. And it was, I just find it weird that that was, that was a goal of mine was to find and save every single photo of a band that I liked. Oh, here Chase. we go. Yes. I wonder why that was. <laughs> Perhaps they were a, somewhat of a, an interest of mine that, would, that was very special. Perhaps. Perhaps. But, oh yeah, I, dude, every... <laughs> I love this. I love this so much. I love this so much. Just so much of your behaviour as a child can be explained away by undiagnosed autism. I feel like I'm in therapy, but it's actually working. Everything that's ever happened to you is because of undiagnosed autism. I've taken to recently, whenever I do something that's that fucks up my day mm-hmm. in an autistic way, mm-hmm. I'll be like, I'll put on an autism mum voice and I'll be like, autism one today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Because you know Fuck. how those fuckers like to make it all about I... them and they're like hate them mm-hmm. so much i hate autism mums why are they Me like too. that jace for for the the people listening who perhaps may not know what an autism mum is would you care to explain think about a narcissist and they have a baby <laughs> mm-hmm. and then that baby has a brain thing and then that narcissist obviously needs to make it about them so they do mm-hmm. and then everything that their child does is a pain in the ass to them and uh but, but then they outwardly tell everyone that they love their child and uh, their autism is a superpower, but also they kind of wish that they could cure it and uh, they see it as a behavioural sort of um, yeah. thing, not a neurological yeah. difference. Yes, yeah. yeah. Hence, and they hence, love to say yeah. autism one today. Autism one today on the days that their kids have like really bad meltdowns or whatever. It's like, yes. Oh. The autism one today. And that's, oh, it's always in a fucking blog post with some oh. some photo of their child. And it's mm-hmm. like. Like doing something. Yeah. They're like, little Persephone wouldn't eat dinner and threw it all over the room and yelled at me in my face. I'm so sorry to say that autism won today. It's like, maybe, maybe you should listen to your child and uh, give them food that they want to eat. And don't fucking force them to eat food yeah. that makes them feel bad. Like had to fill out one of my kids is going on camp and I had mm-hmm. to fill out the dietary thing and there is yeah. just so much that that they won't eat yeah because it's it feels weird or the taste is never the same and mm-hmm. it's and I'm happy to do it I'm happy to say look my kid yeah. doesn't eat this and won't eat that I'll, I can provide food if you want we went through mm-hmm. the menu and there's some sort of beeping happening and I'm not a fan. But anyway, now that's really distracting me. <laughs> anyway, I'm happy to accommodate my child uh, yeah. because I'm not going to force them to eat food that doesn't agree with their brain. Yeah, exactly. Because I was forced to do that as a kid and it fucked me up. Me fucked too. Me, up me too. Well, I mean, like thinking about it and I I think I have spoken about this before that is literally the reason that I never went on school camps Mm -hmm. is because my mum was like 
very, very aware of my, my issues around eating. And she's like, at the end of the day, she's like, I don't think they would be able to accommodate you. Like, I don't think they would be able to feed you. I don't like, cause again, this is like a long time ago mm-hmm. that like, it's just one of those situations where, um, she's like, yeah, no, if I write down the things that you eat, they're, they're not going to have them. They're not going to feed you that. They're just going to be like, this is the food. Get over it. That's what you get. And she didn't want me to go through that because she knew how much I would have a meltdown about that. Yeah. I think also our parents come from a generation where they were forced to eat what they were given. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so therefore we were forced to eat what we were given. Yeah. And like they would get hit if they didn't finish their plates. Yeah. We, I don't know about you, but I would get yelled at if I didn't eat everything on my plate and I would sit there crying and be told either from my mum be told I spent ages cooking this and you're being ungrateful for not eating it. Yeah. And then my dad be told your mum spent ages eating this and you're ungrateful yeah. for not eating it. Yeah. And I was like, would I've eaten the broccoli, the spinach. I don't like cooked carrots. I think the texture is disgusting and Gross. I will not I eat I fucking them. hate cooked carrots. No. Like the how only, hard only, is it to give me more carrots? Yeah. The only situation in which I'll have cooked carrots is like when I'm making a stir fry and I mm-hmm. very purposefully under fry the vegetables so that they're still kind of, so that they're still crunchy because I just don't want to be eating rice and soft vegetables. It's just, it's just going to turn into mush. I do not want that. I do not enjoy that. I, I have a lot of sensory issues around food. Am I autistic? <laughs> you could be. I, I never know. Be. I could be. I could be. I could. Well, I mean, BPD, BPD and autism are comorbid, aren't they? They overlap yeah. a lot. Like, yeah. A lot. Yeah. I I would just, I would, I was eating almost everything else else on my plate except for, I hated yellow squash. You know, the little squashes that look like flying sauces? I fucking hate those. And they're my dad's. The texture they're my, is they're my dad's. They're my dad's favorite vegetable. They're my dad's the favorite fuck? vegetable. What yeah, the he fuck? fucking loves them. Like, That's disgusting. Dude, they're awful. They're so bad. I hate they're them. They're like rubbery on the outside mm-hmm. and then soft on the inside. And it's like yeah. just a nightmare combination. And I remember yeah. sitting there having eaten my broccoli, mm-hmm. my steak, because obviously at the time I wasn't vegan, yeah. and my um, spinach and my mashed potatoes and then not wanting to eat my squash. And I got yelled at like yelled at and told that I wasn't allowed to leave the table until I ate the squash and I wouldn't do it. I, but it's like, I ate everything else. I cannot stand when parents do that. I absolutely cannot. Like, uh, yeah, not happening. Don't like it. People tell me all the time that I'm too soft on one of my kids. Mm. One of my kids eats anything. Yeah. The other one, obviously I mentioned has, the sensory issues and the issues around food and stuff because yes hello um they're not being picky they're not being bratty they just they can't eat it their brains will not allow it and yeah i realize now <laughs> back then i didn't realize mm. but now i realize why i was so um not lenient but understanding of when yeah. they didn't want to eat certain food because you had the same thing because <laughs> i had was the exact going, same thing yeah, I was there going, this is normal to not want to eat something because you found a chunk in it and then never eat that food again. That's normal. The amount of this... times that I've done that, oh my God. Yeah, my kid used to eat mashed potatoes. 
one time found a tiny little chunk of mashed potato of potato that wasn't properly mashed mm-hmm. has never, never touched again. mashed potato since never totally understandable and very understandable. i get told all the time just if you don't offer them anything else they'll eat it if they're hungry they'll eat it no they won't no, they, they won't. will not they will starve they will because they and will i i know that starve. because i would i have literally done that i've literally done that yep I, I won't eat something that I don't want to eat. And I yeah. just think that that is such a damaging thing to do to a kid, whether they are autistic or not, whether they have sens- sensory issues with food or not, whatever. Yeah. I think you are They're just... a kid! You are gifting them an eating disorder if you treat yeah. them that way. Yeah. You need to let them make their own fucking food choices. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying, like, food choices where you eat candy for dinner and then you don't eat anything else. I mean, let them be in control of what they eat and what they don't. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And and when they're full, that's another thing. I used to oh, have to sit there at the table mm. and eat. And now as an adult, if I'm at a restaurant, I will stuff myself silly with the food because I can't leave it on my plate. Because I, I have raised so, to yeah. not. I have so many issues knowing when I'm full. I don't mm-hmm. know when I, I don't mm-hmm. know when I'm full unless I am literally until in it's, agonizing pain. Yes, until it's too late. Yeah. And just quietly... Yep. Not knowing your hunger cues or when you're full or when you need to go to the toilet, that's an autism thing, so maybe you should check it out. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I yes, I was the same. Mm. It's, uh, yeah, I just think it's so damaging to force kids to eat. And I yeah, just, it is. And the thing is, when, not do that. when not it's do it. not just being a brat, you can tell. I, yeah, like my kid won't eat what they don't want to eat. They will not yeah. eat, literally will not eat. And it's, it's also, yep. I'm the same. If you have your heart set on something, <laughs> say if you go to a restaurant and you're like, yep. I'm going to go and get this and I love it. And you've looked at the menu before, you know what you want. You go, you go, I'll have this, please. They go, oh, we don't have that. I won't eat. I'm gone. I, I don't want to eat anymore. There are restaurants that I used to adore and, like, pubs that I used to go to um, and when they take the thing that, mm-hmm. like, that is my thing off the menu, you I do not go, go anymore. I yeah. just – that place is dead to me. Yes. It's just dead to me. And then because you don't go, you forget it exists and someone will go, oh, I'm going to this place. And you go, that place? I thought that shut down. I don't know if that's the same yeah. for you, but that's <laughs> – no, no, no. It's just, it falls out the back of my brain. Yeah. It's just gone. I, it's just gone. I feel like if the green edge ever gets rid of the eggs Benny that I love, I, I, yeah. I feel like I won't return. Probably. I would not be surprised if you did that. When I went to lunch with some friends of ours on the weekend, I get the eggs Benny all the time. We had to order before 11 because if we mm-hmm. ordered after 11, the breakfast menu was over. So I'm there. Everyone's yeah. taking their time because some people had never been there before and I didn't want to push and be like listen guys we need to order soon because if we don't i'm not going to be able to eat anything and um it was good we got we we ended up ordering with three minutes to spare so i was like Ooh, ready. perfect um but everyone got their food it was really good uh and i only had to say twice um yeah take your time but just keep in mind that we have to order before 11 otherwise i can't get my eggs benny <laughs> mm-hmm. very proud of you. you very proud of you I, 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 that's amazing i spoke up but i wasn't pushy and I didn't have a meltdown and I got my eggs Benny and then as I was checking out at the end of the meal the uh, lovely person who works 
at the Green Edge that I adore. She called out, oh, how'd you go? Did you get your eggs, Benny? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> yes. she knows that I get it every time. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out to Mandy, who runs the social media for the Green Edge and also uh, wait, waits and does all that stuff. Uh, thank Aww, you for always knowing, <laughs> always knowing what I want. Thanks, Benny. Yes. I love and that. And if they That's ever take adorable. it off the menu, I, I, I don't think I would ever go. They're dead to you. Again. They're just dead to you. <laughs> So, Green Edge, I know you're listening. <laughs> Green Edge, we know you're listening. Don't take it off the menu. Oh, my God. Fuck. I'm going to look this, this place up because I would like to go there. I will take at you. Some point. I will yes. take you when you visit. Yay, I want to visit. I want to visit even... so fucking bad. And whatever you order, I will share my eggs, Benny, if you would like to try it. I would definitely like to try it, even though I hate eggs, but I will try... Eggs. I will try your vegan eggs, Benny. <laughs> it's silken tofu in a mold. Mm-hmm. And oh, cute. In, inside is like a uh, sauce made to look like egg yolk. And then they yeah. put a vegan hollandaise over the top. And it's on English muffins with a slice of vegan ham and like some mashed avocado or something. And yeah, you've got to get it with hash browns because you need the crunchiness with the softness. Like I like to yes. get hash browns. And get a section of hash brown with a section of the Benny and then just eat it. Yeah. I feel like I'm a master chef judge. I'm like, you need to have the crunch. <laughs> you need, you need the crunch. I've you gone French again. I've gone French again. It's just too, uh, you too deep in your blood. Crunch. It's crunch. It's just, it you just must runs, have the crunch. You must have the, it runs deep in my soul. The French. <laughs> the crunch. My veins. My veins are French finger knitting, and inside <laughs> them is, is the crunch. <laughs> I'm yeah. not sorry to our French listeners. Um, I am I, actually. I love your my penises. Today. <laughs> and your knitting. <laughs> I love your penises and your knitting. Thank you. Yeah, you've, br- you've brought us many, many uh, wonderful things. Thank you incredible i think we only have one or two french listeners i've been checking the uh, stats lately there's a couple of Uh, french (laughs) we we need well i mean look um i would say i would i would say we need more french listeners but i think at this point in time any french listeners are just gonna be uh they said bonjour they said bonjour and then they would say au revoir (laughs) and we say uh bon voyage (laughs) bon voyage Oh my lord. Oh my goodness. Well, Jace, um, I have a question for you. (laughs) I would love to hear it. Um, even though I keep turning French and it is an absolute assault upon the ear holes, do you still like me? Oui. (laughs) Très bien. Très bien. Ananas. Bibliotech. N R E. Yes, Jace. Yes, Jace. Even though. Oh my gosh, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> That's a first for you. Um. <laughs> oh my god. 53 episodes and you're finally stumped for a question. I don't think you've ever known me to be speechless. No, I haven't. I can't think, I can't think of anything, even though I... 
I feel like I said some shitty things this episode. But, I, <laughs> but you know me, as soon as I say it, I forget I've said it. And then when yes. I edit it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I said that shitty thing. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, yeah, Even we made another Hitler joke. You brought that up this time. Um, yeah. Re. Yes, Jace. Even though I let autism win. You still like me? <laughs> yes, I still like you. Imagine if you were like, no. <laughs> no. No, you no. can't let autism win. You can't let autism win. I'm a proud autism warrior. You can't <laughs> let it win. They, they I'm so competitive they, they, they that have, I will not let autism win. <laughs> they have shit in their bios like proud autism warrior. And it's like, why are you fighting autism? Boy mum. Why a f- oh, boy? <laughs> Don't get me fucking started we need to end the podcast now i can rant about boy, boy mums, mums we know time. you're listening boy mums fuck off <laughs> get out of here that's another t-shirt out idea here. boy mums fuck off good night <laughs> this has been another episode of do you still like me a podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at DYSLMPod. And you can also contact us at DYSLMPod at gmail.com. You can find me, Re, on Instagram and Twitter at Remansel. And you can find Jace on Instagram at Jace.Cordova and on Twitter at Jace Cordova. Thanks for listening.